0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Maddie, and I'm not sure if anyone's going to listen to this because I don't really have a social media following, and I'm not really sure if I'm going to post this anywhere other than to my Finsta. So if you're coming from my Finsta, hello, I love you. Um, I'm 23 years old. Did I already say that? I don't think so. Um, I am a music teacher in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. All right, here we go. So let's get into it. I'm excited for this episode. Starting off, I, for a while, have been interested in van life. Like the traveling around in a van that you built out that just has a bed and pretty fairy lights around it and you go stay in national parks and travel around the country and all of that that was my glorified idea of van life for a while so going back to mm, February or March of this year I became really obsessed with the idea of van life I wanted that freedom I wanted to not pay rent I wanted to live in a home that I could bring anywhere I wanted. I was really interested in an RV, but I knew that was very much out of my budget and I don't know how to drive an RV. So I decided that van life would be the thing for me. And I did so much research. I've probably seen every van tour on YouTube that exists. I followed so many van life creators on TikTok, Instagram, all of that. And I honestly did a lot of research on it. I researched how to build out a van, cheap and easy van builds. I designed a whole bed to go in a van. I also designed a water pump. I really thought this thing through and I bought a van. Yeah. I literally bought a van and it failed. (laughs) So I guess I'll tell a little bit of that story. Like I said, around February, March, I became obsessed with the idea of it. Couldn't get it out of my brain. Wanted to travel around the United States during the summer in this van. And I didn't want to have to pay rent in the summer because I really didn't have any place to live. After I left my old apartment at my old job, I was living in Vermont and teaching in Vermont. And I knew I was going to leave that job and find a new job, but I knew I could not stay there because living there was really bad for my mental health. I wasn't making enough money in that job to live comfortably. And I wanted the freedom to travel around. So I researched on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, anywhere I could find a cheap used van. And eventually I found one from this girl. It was a 2001 Dodge Ram Van. I had to go from Vermont to Connecticut multiple times. I test drove this van. It seemed like a great fit and it wasn't too expensive. It was $1,800 and I test drove this van. When I met up with this girl, I test drove it. It seemed to drive fine. She hyped it up a lot. She let me look at it. I knew it was rusty. I knew it would need a lot of work. It was a fixer-upper. The inside was definitely rusty, outside was really rusty. I have pictures of it and anytime I showed anyone a photo of it, they would be like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you're going to be able to do this by the summer? I was like, yeah, I got this. I got this. I'll be fine. And I really thought I could do it. I did. I had faith in myself, man, and I did all the research. I learned how to fill rust holes on the exterior of vehicles. I scraped off the rust inside this van. I put hours and hours into this van and on top of the $1,800 that I spent to purchase the vehicle, I also spent lots of money and countless trips to Home Depot trying to fix this thing up and I parked it. Once I moved out of my, um, my apartment in Vermont, I was living at my mom's house, kind of. I was kind of in between, didn't really have a set place to live at the start of the summer because I was banking on living in this van. And I thought I could fix it up within a couple weeks. I really, I did not know what I was getting myself into. I spent so long in the hot sun doing work on this van, stripped the entire inside, repainted it all, repaired the rust holes. One day I was working on the floor, I was cleaning up the floor, and there was like a carpeting kind of mat thing that was drilled into the ground. So it was like the flooring of the van. And I noticed that there was a little rust hole in like the corner but I had to move the rug to get to where I needed to fill the rust hole, if that makes sense. So I unscrewed the mat to so I could get to it. And as I pulled up this mat, I saw the ground. I could see the ground. There was no bottom to the van there was no bottom at all it was rusted away completely my heart literally sank when I saw that I was like oh my god I knew this was bad but I did not realize it was that bad and I didn't see that when I test drove it because it was bolted to the ground it was drilled down and she had stuff in the back so there was really no way I would have been able to see that unless I actually crawled under The van and I was not really about to do that in a stop and shop parking lot and I know these are just excuses yeah yeah and if I had someone who knew cars better than I did this probably would not have happened if I had just done more research and spent maybe a little more money on a better quality van a newer van then I probably would have done it and been kind of successful with it but you know It is what it is. I showed my grandfather, who is probably the person that knows cars the best in my family. I showed him this and he was like, oh man. He was like, you can't travel the country in this. And I was like, I know, I know. And so after a little while, I just kind of scrapped it and I gave up and I sold it to a junkyard for not as much money as I put into it, obviously. Yeah, I lost a crap ton of money on that, but I did learn a lot, you know? I I would say I learned a lot because I knew nothing really about vehicle repair or maintenance before. I knew nothing about how to repair rust or how to take out a screw that was rusted away, and I learned all of that stuff. Um, I learned also about kind of planning because I planned the entire layout of this van to make it fit. Measured everything and all that stuff. So, you know, I did gain stuff from it. I mean, I lost a lot of money and time and, uh, I guess willpower because I was really excited to travel the country in this van. And I love driving, I love road trips, so that wouldn't have been an issue for me. So it was a little bit of a of a downer when I had to give that up. But you know, everyone told me and I was stubborn and I didn't want to listen to what people had to say when they warned me that it was a big project that I was taking on. I was stubborn and it backfired. Now I know that if I'm ever going to do that, that I Need to do more research and bring somebody else with me. So that was my fail at van life before I even actually got to experience it. So now I wanna talk a little bit about my viewpoint on van life, how it's kind of exploded in popularity over these past couple years. On Instagram especially, YouTube, van life has become sort of a, sort of an aesthetic. It's become kind of a, this freeing experience where you're just living in your van, making coffee, waking up to a beautiful sunrise in the mountains. And that's the nice side of it, right? That's like the side that they want you to see on social media. But the reality of it is in a way glorified homelessness I say this as someone who has and I say this as someone who has the privilege of never being forced to live in my car or sleep on the streets you know I've had my fair share of struggles for sure but I've had the privilege of always having an in Door place to sleep for the most part. A lot of people who do the aesthetic van life Instagram thing also have that privilege, but gave that up and choose to live in a van. And a lot of these people that you see online live in these $50,000 Mercedes Benz. I don't even think they're that cheap, the Mercedes, but you know what I mean? Like the really expensive ones that you can stand all the way up in. They're like brand new, shiny white, got a lot of space, that kind of thing. But then there's the side of it where there are people, unfortunately, who have no other choice than to sleep in their vehicle because of financial struggles or home issues, whatever it may be. There are people who don't have the option to make it an aesthetic or to travel around. They just live in their car. Those people are often looked down upon by the general public for not having it together. Whereas people who do the hashtag van life by choice are praised. But personally, I don't think there's a difference. The only difference is that One is a choice and one is not, but unfortunately, the way that we as a society view them is totally different. But at the end of the day, you're both living in a vehicle. You know what I mean? Which is not a bad thing, for sure. I mean, clearly some people enjoy it, but some people don't. That's just another thing. Like, the people that are doing the aesthetic by choice, traveling around van life thing, those are the people that You know, at the end of the day, they could just live in an apartment or in a house comfortably. But they do the van life thing as for some, I mean, it's different for everybody, of course, but for some, it's a way to save money to not pay rent, or it's an easier way to travel and see the country, or it's just simply because they don't own that many things. Now, this could also be a talk about minimalism and how obviously the people who live in vehicles can't have that many things but there are the rich minimalists who have the very clean environments and only own a few things and they're very intentional about what they purchase and then there's minimalists by force who simply can't afford to buy excess things they don't need and therefore only own exactly what they need. So, I don't really know. I don't think I have a good answer or a good conclusion here, but I just think that we should not judge anyone based on their living situation, whether they're living in a vehicle because they want to or because they have to. I think we should just let it all happen, you know? And if you know someone that is living in a vehicle because they have to we should try to help those people out you know because that can't be easy that shit can't be easy and the van life by choice can't be easy either all that stuff going to shower in a truck stop or at a planet fitness not just having a place to be comfortable and having to move your home every single day for the fear of getting a ticket because you're in, uh, simply because you're parked in the wrong spot, that seems fucking exhausting. When I was interested in van life, that was something I really thought through. I was like, at the end of the day, I know I'm going to be treated in a way as a houseless person, which makes me sad that I fear being viewed that way because I know how our society treats houseless people and it's not good at all. And the fact that I fear that myself just shows that I have this privilege to not be in that position, whereas some people don't have the choice. I don't know, it's just- The United States hates poor people, I think is my conclusion here. Yeah. Now, I do want to talk about some of the benefits of van life because as Many of the issues as I do still see with it. There are some reasons that I'm still drawn to it. Number 1 is the lack of paying rent. Now, that's a given. That's an obvious one. Everybody knows that. You live in a car, you don't have to pay rent. But there still is of course the upfront cost of the build of the van, purchasing the vans and then the maintenance of the van. In Massachusetts where I live, rent ain't cheap so I would probably save money living in a van if I were to do that. Number two is the convenience. Being able to travel, go see my friends on the other side of the country whenever I want without having to pay for a hotel room, that is intriguing. That is very intriguing especially with covid i think that a lot of people for a while there obviously stopped flying and staying in hotels so just having my own space with my own things to always go back to seems lovely seems very lovely other good parts of it i see are that i would definitely cut down on the amount of things I own. Again, this is a very, very privileged thing to say. I am lucky to be be able- I am lucky to be able to own so many things. As a person who grew up in a kind of hoarder-ish environment, I definitely keep some of those qualities in my life now. And living in a van would just force me to cut down and only have what I need and that's, that's what I strive for. That's what I want to get to one day. Now some cons, some cons about van life. I already touched on a little bit of these, but one would be gas prices. Right now, gas prices are really fucking high where I live. So having to rely on your house as your car, I can imagine would get really expensive. Another con I think of is heat. Are cooling, heating, and cooling. I know there are ways to combat this, and there are the um, what do you call it? The window covers, reflectics, reflectics. That's the word, uh, reflectics. So that you can keep the heat in or keep the cool in, depending on the temperature outside. And of course, in the winter, you could do like a heated blanket, like a a Jackery, like the like the uh, solar powered. Battery packs, I'm not even making sense anymore. There, you know, there are ways around it. Battery powered fans if it's hot in the summer. My body really needs to maintain homeostasis at all points or I feel like I'm dying. Like if I get too hot and sweating, I feel like I'm going to pass out. So if I was stuck in a hot vehicle on a warm summer day, I would not be a happy camper. Another con I can think of is safety especially as a solo woman obviously you lock the doors and you keep weaponry close by but there's still that kind of threat where it's just a singular wall between you and the outside world especially with or especially if you're staying in like a Walmart parking lot for example you never know of course that's kind of how it is in a in a home, but you at least in a home have the option of different rooms to go into. In a van, it's just one small little space and you have nowhere really to hide. So yeah, that's a that's a little dark, but that's what I think about, that's what my brain goes to. I do feel like there's a lot more cons about van life than pros, kind of maybe not but I do think the pros are really good pros like saving money being able to go wherever you want like that shit sounds awesome and like the freeingness of just not having a permanent address that seems so good to me especially as a communist <laughs> like I mean in an ideal world right we'd all get free help ho- we'd all get free homes we wouldn't have to want to do van life as just a capitalist escapist method, but that's kind of why I want to do it, is to escape capitalism. That's another discussion. Anyway, that's all I got for today. Whether you think van life is good or bad, you have to admit that it's still kind of intriguing in some ways, right? All right, well, I hope you enjoyed. If anybody listened to this, hope you have a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Love you. Bye.